Hello and welcome to episode four of the Digsite Podcast. My name is Danny. I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Ben J. Marsh. Uh, and the... Wait, oh my God. It can't be. If you smell... What the... Greg... Is cooking. Oh my god! It's the people's champ! The most electrifying man in podcast entertainment! It's the Greg! Greg, can you tell us how you're feeling? You really went all in on that one. (laughs) Oh, I was waiting for that. Oh, Oh, time was spent. Is it worth it? Totally. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed myself. <laughs> oh, good. All right. All right. Breaking as of today. The uh, the Avengers Infinity War trailer is out. Uh, watched against my will because I hate trailers. I hate watching trailers. And Tough. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks really, really good. Um... Yeah, Ben, what did you think? Very excited. Very, very excited. It's, um, it looks like it's going to be a fantastic, uh, entertaining movie. Everyone's coming together. We've got uh, Guardians right at the end of the, the, uh, of the trailer, just sneaking in there. So it's looking like we're going to get the whole universe together for the first time. Um, very, very excited. Greg, any thoughts? Oh, I didn't watch it. I don't. I don't like trailers. <laughs> Back off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I thought it was great. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Um, the tone was a lot different than I was expecting it to be. I don't I don't really know what I'm expecting. Maybe something a little bit more. I, I don't know. A little bit more razzle dazzle. A little bit more um, grand. But this was quite a somber, somber thing. I think it was quite uh, quiet music. Um, yeah, you know, looks good. Yeah, I think feels it feels like really it's going to be more serious. At least well, for this I, first half, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you were you were on the nail uh, when you mentioned the other week that the first film is probably going to be them getting the shit beaten out of each other. Like Thanos is going to come in and just like wreck shit and. At the end of it, it's going to be like all hope is lost. Uh, almost like a uh, trying to think of a, a, an analogy, something like a, oh fuck it, I don't know. Oh, so, something like a end of Fellowship of the Ring. You know, Lord of the Rings were uh, everything is not going great in the first film, and then you've got the, the 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 redemption in the second film. I think that's probably what's going to take place here. It's going to be. Shit, it's the fun in the first film. Second film, there's a glimmer of hope. Things start building up, and I'm guessing that they win at the end. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. Maybe I feel as was... though there might be some losses, though. I'd probably say Vision will die. It, well, yeah, it's, it, it's yeah showing signs of that in there. And um, the other question we asked when we did the uh, the Thor Ragnarok. Podcast, um, whether about whether did Loki have the uh, the tesseract? Yeah, that's, uh, that's that's answered as well in his hand. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I guess how how would you see? Not how how would you want to see some of these characters phased out? So your your Captain Americas, your Hulks, your Thors. So they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be gone in some. I have a feeling that America, Captain America is gonna go. I feel as though this will be his last one. Sacrifices himself. Yeah, probably. He looks. He looks sort of. Uh, well, he's always full, full sort of beard. Um, sort of out of the team now. He's like a like a broken sort of. Been in part exile of the team. for a long time. Yeah, he's um, makes his appearance, but I feel as though that's a final appearance, and maybe yeah, like you say, he sacrificed himself as, as a bit of redemption for Tony or something like that. Then. Oh no! I, yeah, I definitely think it. It is the he- like these guys aren't coming back after this, after the second Infinity War film. The contracts end; they aren't going to do any more. You don't so think, think any of them will? 
you know, maybe 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 one or two of mine. I think um, Robert Downey Jr. is definitely out, isn't he? I think Chris Evans is going to be out. I don't know beyond that, but I think they're they're definitely not going to be taking any further part. So I'd assume. I mean, they're sort of too big of a character to have them still living on yeah. and just not have them in part of the world, have them part of the new Avengers or whatever's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. So you would assume that they're going to have to die, I guess, yeah. sacrifice themselves to well, take out I, I don't know if they have to die, thinking not necessarily. Well, I, I, I just think it's going to be a, a really weird one uh, where... They've got the second, the new Avengers led by Spider-Man, and shit's going down, and the world's ending, and they could be like, "Oh, we'll just call Captain America." You lot things, <laughs> but they don't because there is no Captain America actor anymore. Yeah. So are they going to justify that? Well, maybe a, a, you know one of the other guys will take up the mantle, as, you know, as they have in the comics. Or... Star Lord. Star Lord will do it. I don't think Star Lord will do it. <laughs> Uh, but I know in the, in the comics Falcon has, um, yeah. Bucky has, so there's you know there's potential avenues there for that. But uh, yeah, Falcon could potentially be another Captain America, but not another Iron Man. No, not another Iron Man. You mentioned um, the Vision. I I I I've assumed uh, that you know he would die for quite a while as well. Come this come this film, but I don't know maybe. Maybe not. You seen you seen the trailer, uh, him in a human form. Now is that him shape shifting into a human form, or is that maybe him? He still had after, the he still had the after, yellow light on his forehead at that point. It, yeah, yeah, was I it think was it was it the full stone, or was it maybe like remnants of it just remaining? You know, no, I, th- I think it's the full yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I assumed it, it would be a, him shape shifting into that, but. Yeah, he's he already created his cloak, didn't he? In in the he first, yeah, yeah. in the second Avengers film, mm-hmm. so he just kind of, I don't know. It looked like that was some sort of relationship coming yeah. about okay. there as well. Hundred percent. Well, so yeah, this yeah. this is definitely yeah. a thing in the the comic books, isn't it? And I'm aware that is it his death kicks off a big a big series called the House of M. I think right. it's called. Right. Okay. And it's where Scarlet Witch's powers like go mental. And go really strong. I see. And she starts like altering the universe in crazy ways. Almost like Jean Grey when she goes nuts. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, Wanda's powers go haywire because right. of the loss, because of the uh, emotional, the emotional loss, and shit happens. Yeah, there's there's bound to be I, some I don't know about bound that. to be some deaths in this film. Uh, there's a, there's a shot of. Um, Tony looks like he's in the streets somewhere. It's all, it's all kind of been destroyed, um, and he's holding onto a hand. Looks like he might be kissing the hand. I don't know. Um, who do you think that could be? It looks like someone obviously close to Tony in, in some capacity. Maybe it is Cap. Pepper. I was thinking it could be Pepper. Could be um, Hogan. Might check that bit out again. I didn't notice that bit. It's not on screen for for too long. Um, I think I, I think I recognise the part you're on about, but I, I didn't recognise the hand. So yeah, he's he's, he's holding there. a hand. The hand looks dirty. It's kind of it's kind of yellowy um, looking. Um, yeah. So what they're gonna need to do could be is Happy Hogan. They're gonna need to provide motivation, maybe individually for each each of these characters. Mm-hmm. So a loss drives them to go back and fight on in the second film. And I think the vision so, could provide that. Tony Tony loses Pepper. Wanda loses uh, Scarlet Witch loses Vision. Hulk loses his clothes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing's happening to Hulk. Alright, let's talk uh Punisher. Uh that's been out a little over a week, two weeks, right about. Um I know Ben isn't really caught up on the uh the Netflix shows yet. The fucking dick. But um, this was a really, really great show. Um, yeah, fantastic, uh, violent at times. Uh, Arguably not as violent as I was expecting it to be. I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I didn't really. I didn't have any um, 
I didn't go in with expectations, so there were, there were moments where I was, I was like, holy shit. You know, at times rivals uh, Quentin Tarantino. I, I think that if you look at his kind of body count in Daredevil, I think it's probably higher than it is in this. Because he, he slaughters, ro like, rooms of people on mass, mm. doesn't he, in Daredevil, so he, he probably racks up a higher body count there. Yeah, maybe. But this wasn't quite as violent as I, as I was expecting it to be, and it was it was nothing like I was expecting it to be, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was very different, very different in tone from any... Um, Marvel, anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't. He didn't feel like a superhero. Not at he all. Did feel, didn't feel whatsoever like a superhero. I suppose he's not supposed to be a superhero. He didn't feel whatsoever. Yeah, like... Yeah, vi vigilante. It, it felt very divorced from. I guess the world of the Defenders, the world of Iron Fist. Oh, can God, you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine the Punisher and Iron Fist meeting each other? <laughs> so it felt it felt a, a million miles away from that. Obviously, it had the. The link being Karen to Daredevil. Yeah. But really not much happened beyond her being there, her being a character, her being already an established character. Oh, yeah. the, uh, the the Black Plea yeah, Officer yeah. as well. Yeah, he was in Daredevil. Beyond that, I can't think of anybody else. Uh, not off the top of my head, no. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a great story. Um, superbly acted. Um, John Berthold. Just outstanding as Frank Castle. Yeah. Um, I think T we, we tonally, uh, tonally as a as an exploration of like PTSD. Man, it was it was pretty pretty heavy hitting. There's some at times, there's some Jesus real Christ. shit in this. Like the the radicalization. Sorry, spoilers, Ben. The radicalization of of the uh, the the younger white fellow. I forget his name. Um, the radic the, like the slow descent into radicalization, and you can see how yeah. how he's sort of losing grip of of what things are what things are real to him, and mm -hmm. the PTSD is just wrecking him. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah kind of hard to watch in some parts. Um, yeah, heavy hitting. Yeah, yes, yeah, just just some real heavy shit. Uh, it tackles. Um, yeah, I can't praise this show enough. It was just it was it was outstanding. Um, I, I I enjoyed a lot. I, I do have my criticisms, though they're not really strong ones. Okay, go on. Um, I would have a criticism again that it did feel too long. They seem to be dead set on st sticking to this 13-episode mm. format. And I think for any other series... Oh, the the Defenders didn't do 13 episodes, did it? I don't think so. For any other series, barring Daredevil, it's felt too long. Right. So for Luke Cage, it was... It was Six episodes too long for Jessica Jones. It was probably the same. Mm. Yeah, Jessica Jones started to drag a little bit. For uh, for Iron Fist, it was thirteen episodes too long. <laughs> um, for this, <laughs> this I didn't I didn't think there was much fat to trim on this, but maybe an episode or two we could have condensed. It felt like they spent a lot of time in this little bunker that they had set up. Yeah. And I get that the, in these scenes they're doing character development, they're exploring. And I enjoyed a lot, a lot of the interplay between um, between Frank and and the character Micro. Yeah. Um. Really, really good stuff. Um. Yeah. I mean, I can see where you're coming from, but with it being a little longer, but I, I didn't. There wasn't an episode where, that I didn't enjoy. I never, I, I never felt like he was dragging. I felt, um, Madani the. Mm. the Homeland Security agent. I felt her justification for wanting to explore Frank's past and what happened in Afghanistan. I felt that that was a little bit thin because right. they introduced that she had she was a bit like a dog with a bone and they brought in the older the older guy the her mentor yeah who sort of said oh you know I've I've bailed you out of going down this avenue before don't do it again don't make the same mistakes. But obviously she was on to something then. She was on to Frank Castle. Yeah. So there was there was going to be developments. But I thought that her her justification going down this, I'm, I'm sure there was one there, but it just didn't seem to come through very clearly as to why she was why she was chasing that line of questioning in the first place, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Why was she even looking into that in the first place? Uh-huh. To be honest, so if there's, there's any part of the show that I did feel was dragging was just about any scene with Madonna. 
and and the and the homeland security like just any yeah you know them in the offices talking like I f- it felt like I was watching a different show I so I feels like I'm watching I Law and Order or some shit I was just bored yeah I didn't quite like her relationship with oh sorry I'm terrible at names Russo uh, Russo I didn't quite like her relationship with Russo I I don't think that that was really needed mm. and also in regards to Russo as well. When they first introduced him, I wasn't aware that he was a comic book character. Right. I I wasn't aware prior to this. So when they first introduced him, and he seemed quite a sympathetic character, mm-hmm. and I sat and thought, they're gonna turn this guy. This guy's gonna be two faced. He's gonna turn yeah, face, yeah. and he's gonna be. A... And I almost didn't want him to do it because it felt cliched. Right. right. I thought it, it's it feels really obvious, and obviously I wasn't aware that he's a he's a bad guy. In the the comic books, I thought he might have just been new or something. I can just kind of tell with the actor; he's got that kind of smarminess about him. Absolutely, yeah, 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 absolutely. And I just thought this feels like it's the obvious route, and I kind of want them to book that trend. Right, right. And and obviously they didn't, and that's fine. You know, it turned out, and yeah. they're exploring him as a character, so you would assume that they're gonna explore him further. And in, in it, it, there is a season two planned, I think. Yeah, well, at I would some point. So, yeah. So you would assume that they're going to explore him a little bit further, which is fine. He can be mm-hmm. the, the the main villain of season two. But I thought there was a little bit cliched in that moment. Perhaps it was almost it almost reminded me of um, a, a weird thing to call up on the The Shining. So okay. uh, Stephen King, when he saw uh, Kubrick's version of The Shining, was disappointed. Right. And he thought the casting of Jack Nicholson was wasn't good casting because the way he wrote the character was that his descent into madness was completely unexpected yeah and completely out of the blue whereas jack nicholson just by virtue of being jack nicholson is almost a little bit unhinged anyway <laughs> yeah so any scene he's always got that edge to him where he's just this little bit of craziness running through him so he felt that it was too obvious early doors that this guy was going to go off the rails. Right, right, yeah. And like you said, this guy that they've cast here, he's, he's a bit of a smarmy bloke. He's a, He's got that little, you know, that little gleam in his eye where yeah. he's like, yeah, this this guy's a bad guy. You know, he's not going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he was in uh, Westworld as well. Similar yeah, kind of smarmy as a, as character. A, as a bad guy. <laughs> as a bad guy, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's, he's great in that role. Yeah, this, yeah, I... I Love the show. Um, John Bernthal is outstanding as Frank. Um, he's so good in that alpha male type character. I've not seen him in too much else. Obviously, he was Shane in The Walking Dead. Uh, His throat must really hurt. Yeah. Well, this is what I wanted to touch on. Like, he fucking, there's moments as he's getting into it and he's getting pumped. He fucking grunts and growls and shit. Like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just, he's, he's so, he's so good at it. Um, yeah, fantastic show. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Justice League. We saw this about two weeks ago, uh, something like that. Um, I, I went into this. I really wanted to love it, and I just can't. Uh, I left ultimately disappointed. Um, I've always, I've always been a little more attached to DC characters I've always liked. Um, I don't want to just say Batman because everyone fucking loves Batman, but, you know, I've always, I've always kind of gravitated to, like, uh, Superman, and I like The Flash, and I like um, I like Green Arrow. I know he's not in this, but um, I, I, I like these characters. Um, and it was... It was... It was, uh, it was great to see them on screen the first time coming together there were moments in this movie that I thought were great Um, but the movie as a whole is I feel is rushed Um, incoherent in parts Um, I know there's been extensive reshoots and I think it shows Um, yeah uh, it's not it's not a bad movie but I don't I don't think it um, it had so much potential and I don't think it lived up um, yeah, yeah. Good. I think yeah, I think cool. if if you summed it up in one word, it's it's going to be rushed, isn't it? Mm, for sure. They're just trying to play catch up far too much with Marvel. 
I, I agree. I echo a lot of your statements. I thought, particularly the first half of the film was really, really quick. Yeah. Uh, the introduction of these characters, they had to introduce, what was it, three? Three characters, Aquaman, Cyborg, and The Flash, the Flash who yeah. we'd never seen on screen before. So they had to... Very briefly in, in those little uh, cam footage in BVS. Yeah. But that's so they right. had to jam them in as efficiently as possible, give them, or attempt to give them some sort of motivation, which just didn't really exist. And then... Um, and then try to try to build something grand off the back of that, and it, it didn't really work. No. And it's a shame. I feel the same. I'm not as quite as attached to DC as you are, mm-hmm. though I do love Batman. Yeah. I'm gonna go away that cliche. I mean, everyone loves Batman. It's, you just you, it's hard not to. Yeah, um, but it, it was, it was, it was an entertaining enough film. I don't feel like I wasted money or wasted time going watching it. Yeah. But was it a good film? No. Was it an okay film? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a bad film. Yeah. Let's. Um, Let's see where they take it, though. Sales, ticket sales aren't looking great, so maybe I really they'll hope, have to curtail the plans a little bit. I really hope now they can just put the brakes on a bit, slow down, take the time, and flesh out these characters. Um, you know, they 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 did that with Wonder Woman, and you know, look how well that went down. Um, and I, th- I think this movie is also a bit of a product of the time. It's you know the the time in which production started, which was before Wonder Woman, so they're still in this kind of Batman v Superman play catch up mode, um, rush rush through and, um, so we you know with it coming out after Wonder Woman, it feels it feels a little inconsistent, doesn't feel like the same type of movie. I'm hoping from here on out, any future movies can really, uh, yeah, take its time and explore the character and. Tell a better story. Um, ben, do you want to give us your thoughts? Yeah, I am still here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, certain characters disappointed me as well. Um, Flash, probably one of them, or the most, mostly, mostly out of all of them. Um, they, they, they gimmicked him up. They, they tried to make him a comedic character. Um, it just didn't feel right for him. Um, his parts, every single thing was a joke. Um, the Flash being this this guy who can realistically uh, alter time. He can run that fast. Yeah. But this guy falls on his face tripping over a stone. Mm-hmm. Bugger off. Well, I'm, I'm, that doesn't really bother me too much. This is a young Barry Allen. He's not fully, you know... Um, Used, I guess, used to his powers yet. Is uh, I think he's, I think he's still learning. I think, I think if the you know, the post credits scene tells us with his um, his little race with Superman that he's 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 definitely not at full capacity yet. Um, I know what you mean though. He, they 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 did um, they did comedy yeah, him up a little bit. I think I agree really strongly. I think. There's no problem having him have comedic elements to him because that's the character, isn't it? He's yeah, yeah, he's, very comedic he's, in the comics, very comedic in, in yeah, yeah. whatever whatever medium he's appeared in. But to have that all, yeah, yeah, he is, and sometimes and it, it was, all he was exclusively yeah, yeah. just a, just comedic relief. Yeah, sometimes it worked, um, but yeah, a lot of times it fell flat on face. I think one of the moments where I was a bit like, ugh, it was, it was a moment with when he met Wonder Woman and she said, you know. Hello, Barry. My name's Diana, and he he said it back to her. He said, "He said, oh yeah, hi, Barry. I'm Diana." Back to her, because yeah. he was like supposed to be flustered or whatever, and that that kind of fell flat. A moment that I did really like, however, um, was when we got Superman back, um, and he thought, "Okay, I'll just run around the back of him and push him over, whatever." And then you know, Superman just looks at him in the Speed Force, and his his face was just complete shock. Uh, I, I thought that was a really great moment. I liked that a lot. Yeah, but that yeah. was because he was looking serious. <laughs> At that point, he had a serious look. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a joke. I, I don't know. He had a bit of. He had a bit of a goofy face on and mouth wide open. And I thought that was a funny moment. Superman looked serious as shit. I loved. I actually. Yeah, it, uh, Superman was one of my biggest disappointments in this film. 
mostly because of his stupid CGI fucking face. But is, isn't there a point with these things where, again, it's totally confused because you're doing quite a serious scene where Superman's just been resurrected from the fucking dead? Yeah, definitely, and that's, and that's one of the big He has problems. no idea where he is, he's pissed, he's fucking confused, whatever else. Mm-hmm. And then you have, oh, we'll just show on this comedic scene where Barry Allen fucking gets gets scared because Superman can see him do stuff. To just... There's know, a time and a place for that kind of stuff. I know what you're saying, but I think that I one. Think that scene. I think that one in particular did work. There are moments in this film where it didn't need to be. The, the didn't need to be a funny moment. Sure. But I thought that one worked in itself. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was incredibly one-dimensional beyond the comedic aspect of it, yeah. and he doesn't. Dis- I think it's a disservice to the character. Yeah, like you said, I, I agree. I hope that they put the brakes on. Yeah. And that they explore these characters more fully and give them some motivation, give us some justification for what they're doing. And maybe actually make them a little bit, in, in Barry Allen's case, a little bit more competent at what he's doing. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was a part of the scene, wasn't it, where he's saying, I'm terrified, I can't do everything. And Batman just tells him, go, go and save one person. Mm-hmm. And then you'll know what to do after you've done that. And that's all that he did for the entire film. And that's an important role, sure. But it's hardly contributing to... You know the team in the same level as yeah. as even Batman, who has no powers whatsoever. It's not even contributing to the same level as Batman. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's be honest though. If ba- if Barry Allen wasn't there, or the Flash wasn't there, the only thing that would have been different in that movie was those truckload of people at the end wouldn't have made it. Well, if if anybody other than Superman wasn't there, Absolutely. what would have changed? Yeah. Well, yeah, true. Uh, yeah, that, that goes the, for just about every one of these characters. The entire plot, the entire way to save the world the entire plot was let's revive superman and he'll do it for us yeah yeah and it it was almost comical at the end where superman was back on full power and it was just this guy's a bitch yeah he's nothing in comparison to superman is would kill him in his sleep he just doesn't stand a chance Mm -hmm. superman's too powerful he's he's always it's always been a case in 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 comic books for me superman is he needs artificial ways to drag him down because otherwise he's just too powerful. Mm-hmm. And artificial being kryptonite, of course. Yeah. Do you know what, though? The, the the greatest parts of that movie were actually when they weren't in it. Any of those characters. I really enjoyed the scene when um, the, the sort of like the portals are coming down and he's taking the, the blocks from uh, different parts, so from Atlantis and from um, the Amazonians. That that sort of like oh shit it's it's going shit's going down, those guys aren't in it. The Amazonians are fighting back. The Atlanteans are fighting back. It, I enjoyed that bit. They were cool moments. I won't go as far as to say that the only good great moments of that movie was without the characters though. Um, no, I think there was some good set piece moments. There was some good moment, but I, my yeah, I don't know. I'm disappointed by it. But I like, I like said, those I'm scenes that you said. I, I think the strongest character we had throughout the entire thing was, was Wonder Woman. Yeah. And Again, I think that, that yeah. that's on the back of her film. So yeah, she's yeah. got development and then the scenes that she in, it makes sense she's yeah, doing she, what she's doing. She seemed the most true to so, her character so far. Her scenes felt better. Um, Superman was not really in it much other than showing up and just beating the shit out of the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Batman, I've, I, you know, I've already described my thing with Batman. I really like Batman. This guy didn't feel like Batman. Yeah. He didn't he didn't feel true to 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 the comic book character. Batman he has no powers and he compensates that f- not just not just compensates, overcompensates for that by just being just like the puppet master of always got a plan B. He's confident. He's got he's got serious confidence, but he just in in that he just felt I mean, yeah, Batman's split. plan Batman's yeah. plan B was revive Superman. That was his plan. Oh, we'll revive Superman. He'll do it for us. Um, and then as we, the Flash, just had paper thin justification. Cyborg even less. And finally Aquaman, who I really like the casting. I think what's his face was great as that. Yeah, Jason Momoa. However, I think there's a big cut scene where he goes down to Atlantis, which I assume it was Atlantis when he's under the water. Yeah. And he goes and get, tries to get the box. And then he says, um, okay, I'll protect Atlantis. So we're getting the idea that he's not been Atlantis for a while. Mm-hmm. He left. 
okay, I'll protect Atlantis, but I'll need something first, and then I assume that they gave him the suit and the trident. Yeah. Well, it doesn't it doesn't tell you that. Yeah, there's definitely a chunk mm-hmm. cut there. Yeah. You can And tell. then you just get his you just get his his rubbish sort of lines every so often. The dialogue was gone off at parts. My man. For him. Yeah. Sure. And then finally the the way they revealed his justifications for what he's doing was by having the like the most cliched fucking trick in the book is oh she tied him with his lasso of truth. Oh now he's telling now now he's pouring his heart out and he's telling us why he's here. It's, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was it was it was it, it just treated the audience like an idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was a that was a shame. Yeah. Yeah, as I said, you know, these these characters had so much potential. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it didn't deliver. In this cut, at least. Now, what I'm really hoping for is there to be a Zack Snyder extended edition like there was with Batman v Superman. Because the extended edition of that movie was way more coherent. There was more story in there. It made, it made more sense overall. Um, I'm really hoping that we're going to get an extended edition with the... You know all the scenes that were cut. Yeah. Um, the the problem is though is if if the extended edition is going to be better, that's the one that needed to be shown. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, DC I needs it needs to build up some steam. It needs a success. It needs a win. So yeah. it got a, it got a win with Wonder Woman, but it wasn't a massive win. It wasn't a, an Avengers kind of win. It just needs to build up some steam. It needs to build up something that that gives the audience justification to come back for the next film and then the next yeah. film and then the next film. And this just, it just wasn't there. Yeah. So if, if, you know, by the time the DVD comes out with complete, with all, all the, the extras that make it a more coherent and complete film, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people, it's, it's only the fans that are going to buy that. Yeah. It's going to, it's only got, so you've lost so many people. You've lost maybe 70 to 80% of your audience. Maybe even more who aren't just gonna go and buy the DVD. Yeah, it really needed to be on the screen, not not in DVD extras. Yeah, I completely agree. I I, I wish they would, but um, I I try and so I, I would judge a movie on my reaction, like as you just said about the DVD. I would judge my opinion on a movie by how I react when it comes out. And we've said this before about when we said about Tomb Raider. Um, would we watch it? Would we not buy it? Would we buy it? Um, we'd rent it. Etc. Etc. I would. I generally buy movies I really enjoy as soon as they come out. Now, with this, I will probably get it, but only because I've got uh, Man of Steel, because I've got Batman v Superman, and hopefully they improve. So I'll have something in the middle, but it will not be something that I will buy as soon as it comes out. It will be down the line, hopefully as a present, so I won't have to buy it myself. <laughs> um, but it will be, I'll be looking for an offer at some point on buy one, get one free, and it'll be the freebie. It was, it was disappointing. I think okay. in some regards, for me at least, I mean, there's five DC films now, isn't there? Is that right? Uh, yeah. So, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, this, Wonder Woman, and Suicide Squad. Yeah, there we go. That was what I was missing. To which all four I bought when they came out. It's a it's a number three, maybe even a number two for me. Okay. What do you mean? Woman at the top. Oh, in order. Uh, yeah, in order of preference. So Wonder Woman at the top, then it and sort of Man of Steel, and then the rest. Solid five. So you'd, you'd put Justice League over Batman v Superman? No, i put it right at the bottom. Oh, sorry. Okay. Be right at the bottom. My, 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 my top one um, is between... Well, so it'd be probably Wonder Woman, to be honest. Wonder Woman, and then it'd be tied between Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. Then it'd be Man of Steel. Then it'd be this pile of shite. I think for me, I'd put, I'd put Batman v Superman at the top. I know I got a lot of hate and... You know, roughly so in some parts, but I I really enjoyed it actually. I think that might might be my bottom. Right. Versus Superman. Bottom or fourth, I'm not sure. It or Suicide Squad. Quite... A, lot, a lot of people don't like the, that darker tone, but 
that works for me actually. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't mind that a lot, uh, at all. Um, and it, and, you know, and also again, again for the reason because I'm a huge fucking mark for this shit. I just like seeing these characters on screen for the first time. So seeing Batman, seeing that Batman, as well, that Ben Affleck Batman in that fucking suit, because I love it. I love the aesthetic of that. That's the most comicy Batman comic book ca- yeah, Batman he looks great, has yeah. been. Looks awesome. Fights the, like the way him. that started as well. That was great. Yeah. But he was a much better Batman in Batman vs Superman than he was in this. I thought for sure. Yeah, I completely. Oh he god, felt, yeah. He, f- he felt more true to the character. He felt that this kind of mysterious. Yeah. Um. Always got a plan. Yeah. Beats the fuck out of Superman. And this, he just didn't really feel like he had any of that. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, he, he could he could do that in that he was he was putting up a fight with Superman, Batman v Superman. They were they were on level terms because he was using Kryptonite. Mm-hmm. But it felt like an equal match. Whereas in this, it's like, oh, I need Superman. I can't do this. I need Superman. So you've been fighting him, so you you can do it. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think Figure it, it out. Feel, I don't think it did feel equal. I think Batman kicked the shit out of Superman. Well, he did. Dominated yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess to just go back to to this one, um, the the villain felt like a worthy villain in the first half of the film. When he yeah, was, and it, it when he was in, in the middle. Your, yeah, when he was in your favorite, like you said, your favorite scene, Ben. Yeah, yeah just he, swatting Amazonians. Yeah, slot, yeah, it was absolutely annihilating the them. Yeah. And then he comes to the end, and he's just getting slapped. Yeah. yeah and then gets taken over by his own minions. Mm. And then also, I, I guess, it was like Aquaman was even fighting him toe to toe in the yeah. sec- second half. Of the, so it feels like he'd been severely depowered. Yeah. Suddenly, in the second half of the film, without yeah, any justification ha- for it. Halfway through the movie, I said it to you guys when I came out. Aquaman felt so weak that he couldn't even stop. He, he, he's, he's the controlling of water. He can control water, but he couldn't stop a wall of water that was coming down a tunnel. There was, was a line like, in the um, there's a yeah. line in the trailers that wasn't actually in the film, as far as I'm aware. That said, um, it was kind of like a voiceover line, and I assume it was from Steppenwolf or something, or maybe it was from Darkseid. Uh, and he said, "This world is like ready for the taking. No Kryptonian, no lanterns." Yeah. And I was expecting that to be in the film. And then, can you imagine how shit he felt when Superman? He's like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> so I thought he was dead, dude. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> we did get a sneak peek at a lantern, though, in the um, yeah, and I like yeah, that in the that in was, the, the, the scenes cool. going back. So, and we're um, we're going to be getting a Green Lantern core movie, too. Um, who are they gonna who are they gonna cast? I don't know who's cast. Hal Hal Jordan? Hal Jordan. The who's one? the other guy? The black guy. Yeah, What's the he black called? guy. I can't, I can't remember his fucking name. I remember Matt he Wahlberg. was more in the cartoon. Yeah, he said Matt Wahlberg. <laughs> As is he been cast? Surely not. No. Oh, that'd be a terrible don't, choice. Yeah. <laughs> don't frighten me like that. Ryan Reynolds getting back. Way. No, don't. I don't think it was his fault that that movie was so bad, but... No. No. No, no the CGI, good God. <laughs> Made me eye, eyes bleed too much. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting... He's probably on. got a non-compete clause anyway, now he's with Marvel. Yeah, yeah, or, you're probably right. Not Marvel, with Fox, sorry, not Marvel. Yeah. Right, yep. Close. Um, yeah, we are going to be getting some bunch of movies coming forward that have been announced so Green Lantern Core I think we're getting a Man of Steel sequel I think um, yeah obviously we're going to get we're going to be getting uh, the Batman movie um, with Deathstroke as the villain that's in that's in development hell though isn't it currently it is yeah um, not even determined that Ben Affleck's going to be in it surely come on I, I to be honest I think that this this franchise is in serious trouble I think there was yeah. a, a news article that came out the other day that it cost a ridiculous amount of money to make and it made like 350 million right. up until like last week, which is fuck all for a, a movie of its caliber. Um, and it's just like they have all these grand plans. Are these now going to, Warner Brothers going to step back and say, listen, this isn't actually making us as much money as we anticipated. Maybe we shouldn't spend as much money on. Film A, B, C, D through mm-hmm. Z. Um, 
Batman seems to be in a bad place. Development hell. Who's writing it? Who's starring in it? Ben Affleck's already seeming to want to bow out of the role. It's like his, his second filming. And he already Is he wants though, to leave. Or, or I, f- I feel like people are just kind of pro- projecting that on him. He came well, out, no, he, he came out he, himself he, and, and said that I'm not I'm not stepping down at all. Like, I want to be Batman. Well, no, there, there was a quote that he said that he was... He wasn't good at saying he was stepping down, but he was saying something along the lines of, even when I started it, I've been looking for a way to pull out. And maybe that just means it, it could mean, or I've been looking for a, a good way to write how I pull out in eight years' time. Yeah. In eight films' time. It might just be that. However, if he's thinking about that right from the but offset, then... Is that why they put it in this movie as well? What? That little quote when he's talking to Alfred. Um, yeah. It's like they're, yeah. they're both going, well, you can't do this forever. And then he's like, I'm, I don't intend to do yeah. it. This, yeah. this, Batman, um, this Batman's an old guy. This yeah. Batman's yeah. way past his, his prime. Yeah, 20 years in. Yeah, so... I mean, Ben Affleck at this point is what? He's like mid forties, I guess. Yeah, I remember. So to to maintain such a a rigorous sort of physical to to keep up with the rigorous physical demands of playing Batman, mm-hmm. you know, big buff kind of muscly guy, that's gonna get harder and harder. And, you know, in, yeah. in a few years' time, he's gonna be fifty. And you would assume if if they want to emulate Marvel that this series is going to keep going for another, God knows, well, ten. I mean, Mar- Marvel's twenty films in and they've got another twenty films planned, so it yeah. might be, might be a thirty-year saga for Marvel. So if you, if DC want to do a thirty-year thing, then we're going to have an eighty-year-old Ben Affleck, <laughs> 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 and obviously, I you know, he's going to have phased out or replaced by that point. But you know what I mean, like, yeah, they, they cast an older guy, he can't do it forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas you know Henry Henry Cavill's got more more mileage in him, I guess he's yeah. well, like early thirties or something yeah. like that. Um, I I hope Ben can continue for 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 a while at least. Um, I I like I really like him, and I, I'd yeah. like to see him like you said in this solo well. movie. Yeah, I want to see what what where we can go with this. Who what characters we can explore? Like you said, we're going to explore Deathstroke. Yeah, maybe throw some other characters we've not seen on the big screen before, or maybe. I know your favourite idea would be the Riddler. Who's just, just, yeah, you you was a big fan of having the Riddler back, weren't you, in a Batman film? Uh, I don't know if it's my favourite, but yeah, I mean, I David like the Tennant. Riddler a lot. Yeah, David Tennant's been my pick for Riddler for like the past ten years. I think yeah, so... Be. God, that would work really well. Wouldn't it just? Right? That would work really well. Fucking A, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I, I think we need some alone time with Batman. To make him feel like Batman again, to have him operating Gotham, to have this sort of like dark, mm-hmm. dark tonal film, um, set in Gotham. There was a scene right at the beginning actually that felt more like Batman when he was on the, you know, the guy was on the roof with the sniper rifle. And he went to beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, that felt like more like Batman. You know, this dark, almost like noir. Yeah, film noir sort of atmosphere that that felt like Batman and the rest didn't uh-huh. so let's, yeah, I, let's I do saying, that yeah. let's do more of that I really liked that moment in the in the movie where the we had the little snippet of the original Batman 89 theme as he's a, as he drops down from the roof and talks to Gordon that was cool yeah there was a bit when he was in the car as well wasn't he when he was in his uh, I didn't catch it if there was in, in the final scene, it, it did a bit of a turn on the music. Right. I know you mentioned there was like snippets of the Superman theme as well, wasn't there? I don't know if it was necessarily of the Superman film or maybe just uh, the, what they call it, the motif. Right. Um, Blast Wars, that's the same thing anyway. Yeah, so. I, I, I didn't catch that either. There's a couple Wonder, Wonder Woman theme references, that, that cool guitar. That's that's yeah, another thing, that's, again, that's I, the, I know. I'm, I missed that. That's so good. I'm going on and on, but the the music in this just wasn't good. No. Yeah, the, it was pretty the, flat. The previous films have had some fucking fantastic music. The Wonder Woman theme in in Batman vs Superman was brilliant. Uh, the original, the new version of the Superman film uh, theme, done by Hans Zimmer, great as well. Loved that. Yeah. Um. But this just didn't have anything. This did not have any punch to the music. 
And I know that that's a criticism of the Marvel films as well, that a lot of the Marvel themes sound samey because they're all sort of a variation on the Avengers theme. Yeah. And it's a criticism that it's not unique enough. However, this just didn't have an identity whatsoever with the with the sound design. Yeah. Other than using Icky Thump. Yeah, and, that was uh, a cool. That was a cool bit. What was the what was did they did another one, didn't they? Another license track. I can't remember. I think they used another license track that stood out, but yeah, mainly just Icky Thump. But you know, that's not that's I like that song. Yeah. But that's not a that's not a comic book song. I want them to have their own grand themes mm. that we play. Well, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. It worked though, that song. I I liked I liked the use of it. It was good. It was uh, good in the trailer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know what you're saying. Fe- yeah, I'd, I'd felt like more like be, a trailer thing. I'd like it to be a big, a, you know, big grand epic kind of Hans Zimmer style. Um, t- um, yeah, score. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of guys. Danny Elfman's done Batman in the past. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that was Danny Elfman's theme. That yeah. That did, you know, get him to do some, just do a variation, bring bring the Batman theme up to date, keep the same beats, do whatever, but just modernize it a little bit, give it a little bit of a twist. So we were mentioning the Batman film and Deathstroke, um, Deathstroke who appears in the post credits scene alongside uh, Lex Luthor. The uh, they mentioned that the, and then Lex mentions that the they should start a league of their own. Maybe a, a a reference to maybe the Injustice League, full of uh, full of bad guys. Was that a thing? I believe so. Oh god! All the sack, sack the writer. Jeez. Or the or the uh, <laughs> I think the other, the other one is the Legion of Doom. I uh, I really love his costume. Yeah, he looks great. Great. I hate Jesse Eisenberg though. Well, so. I don't hate him. So oh, no, I, I, no, I like him. And I haven't, I haven't even given up on the character yet. I know, I know, lots of people really dislike him, and there's plenty to dislike. But I, I don't know. I'm not ready to to, to give up on on his Lex just yet. Same with I, the I, same with the Joker. I feel like I, I just I want to see more of them. I preferred Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor, and that was awful as well. Oof. I don't know who they could cast. I have no idea, but. Just not Jesse Eisenberg, Jesus Christ. David Tennant. David Tennant. <laughs> I know, I know yeah. everyone wanted... Um, He's Brian, got some good range. Brian Cranston is Lex. I, I had the image that you were going to say Brian Blessed then. And he's just like... <laughs> I know, I thought he was going to He's got his, he's got his beard thing. and just a bald head. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, I'm const- Lex Luthor! <laughs> just constantly laughing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, tons of people wanted Brian Cranston. And I'm sure he would have been great, but I feel like people were just picking him because he, he's known for playing a bald guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I, I, he would have been better than Jesse but he, Eisenberg. But he would have been great, let's be honest. Yeah, so... Yeah, films films upcoming. Uh, like I said, you know, Green Lantern Corps, um, Superman 2, Batman, um, I think Wonder Woman 2. We're getting a Flashpoint movie. Fingers crossed we're going to get that fucking Batman Flashpoint story. I would love that. Or his uh, parents aren't dead. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Where uh, Martha becomes the Joker and, and stuff. Um, that would be cool as shit. But yeah, again, a Flashpoint film, so hopefully we can explore more of the Flash in that and his relationship with his father and all that kind of, all that kind of thing. I'm, I'm pessimistic. Ugh, I'm pessimistic by nature. But... I'm trying to stay optimistic for this film universe. I, I really want, I really want it to be good, and I th- like it's, like I've said a bunch of times now, it has so much potential. I feel like they can still pull it back and create something good. So I'm, I'm staying optimistic that they will. I'm kind of the opposite, I guess. Mm. I, I've been pessimistic about it since since I heard that they were going to do it. Mm. And I do want them to succeed, but I've just got such little investment in them at the moment. Yeah. I, I almost don't care if they don't. Because if they if they fail and they wrap it up and they okay, we're done, they can get on to producing maybe some more Batman films or some more individual yeah, films that I think that they're, 
think they they probably got more mileage in them. Um, yeah, because the Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan, Batman's yeah. were just phenomenal. And um, it just seems such a waste as well. Like it seems just gone down. There's some great actors in these films, and they must be paying them a fuck ton. I mean, a Amy Adams for it in particular is wasted. It's just she must just show up like on a weekend and just do her scenes and then fuck off. Yeah. And just and then go home and laugh. Yeah, because they're, and they just throw money at her. Because good God, she's wasted in these films. And I like Henry Cavill. I like the casting of him, and I like Ben Affleck, and I like um, Jason Momoa, and I like Gal Gadot. There's just nothing to pull me into this this world, and I've never really been a big DC guy outside of Batman. But then again, I've never been a big Marvel guy, and I'm well in I'm well bought into the Marvel stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's just disappointment. I I anticipate more disappointment. This did you not, film did was you arguably not... better than I was expecting it to be, but that's because my bar was really low. Did you not mention? The Flash, then, when you went through the thingy, because you didn't like him, or just because you can't remember his name. What? Barry Allen. No, as in the casting for the Flash. You, you mentioned everyone else. Oh, I, yeah, you, I you have like... no idea the the actors now. But did you like him? He, he was unremarkable. Okay. He, he was okay. I don't think he was bad. But he, he like I said, he he was just one tone, wasn't he? He was just, ah, yeah. how funny. Yeah, mm. look at him. He's a joke. And that was all that there was to him, so he didn't really have chance to act. Yeah, I I I liked him. I think I think I think they can explore the character more with him. I, th I think he'll do well. Um, I think he do. I think he'd do better on his own. Well, yeah. I oh, think I, yeah, I think I think they all will, to be honest. Like not as part of this ensemble. Um, I, it remains to be seen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think. I think they can dial back the comedy on fl on the Flash a little bit. I mean, the first time we saw the Flash was during that um, during that little dream sequence of Batman's as he comes out of the thing to him. He's like, "Bruce, find us," you know. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a different sort of Flash. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> With no, I, as an I, I, I do. No, I, I, cause he, that was that was um, that was a serious, that was a scared, that was a, a, a yeah, that's wrong. A, 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 de a demanding and sort of, I, this is what we need you to do. Listen to listen to this, yeah. and then it, it's the other way. It's whether it's whether that's Barry Allen from thirty years after, or whether obviously it doesn't look any different. He's the same age. So we can't be that much of a learning curve, um, but. And I know exactly what you're saying there. It, it, that 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 Barry Allen from that dream sequence was a completely different Barry Allen to what we got in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously that's a that's a future Barry Allen that we, that we were seeing. So this is a this is a this is a young kid. Uh, the powers are new to him. Um, again, I'm optimistic. I think they can. I think they can do something a lot more with the Flash. And and I think I think he will. I hope he will. You know. Be, become a better character um in future installments it would have sucked if like in that dream in that sequence like he was like bruce find us <laughs> you, my man you <laughs> you flies open see it <laughs> <laughs> that would have sucked yeah but yeah uh right yeah i think we're done shall we wrap yeah i got nothing else to say on that all right this has been episode four of the Dig Site Podcast, and we will speak with you soon.